Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to Friday's edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. My goodness, I hope you've had as much fun this week as I have. I tell you, just preaching and teaching and and studying on the subject of faith and healing and deliverance and the goodness of Jesus. <laughs> Lord Jesus, you are so wonderful. And we give you praise and thanksgiving that you didn't just command us have the faith of God. No, you provided the faith of God and we take it, we receive it, and we give you the praise and the honor for it. And we pray in Jesus' name, and we believe we receive the revelation from it. In Jesus' glorious presence and name, amen. Hallelujah. Let's go back over here. Let's read our foundation scripture again in Romans chapter 3, in the 27th verse. Where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law? Of works? No. But by the law of faith. And then we read Romans 8, chapter 2. Uh, chapter 8, verse 2, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So see, the, the spiritual realm is highly governed by spiritual law, and spiritual laws gave birth to the laws of physics. That's the reason that you take natural physical illustrations and, and they work, and you see functioning of spiritual law. And learning that and learning the laws that govern faith, that means anybody can use it because these laws are eternal, just like the laws of physics, the law of gravity and so forth, and all the things it has to do with the laws of physics by which we finally wound up flying airplanes and we got all kinds of light and, and all kinds of technology and all of that. Well, all of this technology, all these cameras, everything in this studio would have worked 200 years ago just the same as it works today. But nobody knew the laws that governed it, so they didn't have the benefit of it. But we're learning the laws of the Spirit and it'll work for anybody that'll put it to work. There's no such thing as faith that doesn't work. There's no such thing as the Word of God that doesn't work. There is, however, situations where uh, we get tripped up where, and not having the knowledge of these laws and Satan lies and, and tries to make it, you know, and he does his, his dumb stuff. And, and, but as long as you're listening to that and you're listening to your flesh and your carnal mind and so forth, he'll, he'll get you off those laws every time he can, every way he can. Because as long as you stay over here in this natural carnal realm, then he'll govern what you do. But when you find out who you are in Christ Jesus and you find out your authority and you find out how to use faith and you find out how to walk in it and not compromise it, glory to God, you begin to govern him, everything he says, everything he does, and you put him where he belongs, praise God, right under your feet. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he knows that, and there's nothing he can do to stop it. No. Amen. Now then, so again, these function by laws. They are whosoever laws. We found out 
In Romans 10, 6 through 17, Romans 12, 1 through 3, 1 John 5, 1 through 5, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Hallelujah. But now remember this, when, you, when you're thinking about that and talking about that, that means there is nothing, not one thing, in this world order that faith in God won't overcome. Ah, but Brother Copeland, you just don't understand. No, sweetheart, the problem is you don't understand the laws of faith. Yeah, but you don't know what I've done. No, it don't matter what you've done. I know what Jesus has done. And once you get into what He's done and how powerful His grace is and how forgiving power of God, the healing power of God, the majestic power and creative power of God is living on the inside of you right now and greater is He that's in you than he that's in the world. And you get that, you get that scripture out of 1 John 4 and you get it inside you, the greater one lives within me. The greater one lives within me. And you put your eyes on, let's just put our eyes on it right now. You've got your Bible right there in front of you. Put your eyes on it right this very minute. 1 John 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Them who? Every spirit that confesses that Jesus has come in the flesh is of God. Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that he should come and even now is in the world. That's every demon, including the devil himself. You are of God, little children, and have. You've already overcome them. No, you've already overcome them. You don't have to defeat the devil. He's already defeated. Jesus defeated him and took everything he had. Now listen to this. You have overcome them because greater is he that's in you that's he that's in the world. In chapter 5, whosoever believeth Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So shout glory to God, the greater one is in me. Amen. Oh, glory. Just put your eyes on it. Oh, look at this, look at this. Whoa, look at this, look at this. Whoa. Well, go up, Brother Copeland. I just, I, I, I just get so upset and I get so nervous and, and I get tired and, and just don't feel like I'm a world overcomer. Well, quit paying attention to the way you feel. Let's go over to the book of Philippians. Amen. And I, I mean, I've been there. Dear Lord God, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking down to you. I, I've been there. I'm telling you what I have learned over all these years. Glory to God. In defeating that, when you're the tiredest you've ever been, the sickest you've ever been, the more hurt you th than you have ever been, this is not the time to just give in to your flesh. This is the time to just, just gird it up. Glory to God. There's a place down inside your spirit. There's a place in there. I'm telling you, there's a place in God. There's a place in the greater one that lives in you that faith will get to if you'll not bow the knee of your confession. Glory to God. I'm telling you, faith in God. 
God will drill down through all the hurt. It'll drill down through all the doubt. It'll drill down through all the unbelief. It'll drill down through all the unforgiveness and blow by faith in God every demon of hell out of your presence. But you're going to have to get it in your mouth and not be willing to compromise it. And you can do this right here. See, every word, these are not suggestions. These are, these are godly Jesus commands. They're telling you what to do, how to think, what to say. Why? Because God has your victory already packaged and on the inside of you. And by his word, he's pulling it out of you. And you can just sit down there. Oh God. Okay, Lord. Okay. Philippians 4, 4. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> rejoice. What? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Oh, oh God, how am I going to do that? One thing you can do, you can remember the situation the Apostle Paul was in when he wrote this little book. He was in one of the most prisons that had worst prisons ever in existence. And 19 times he used the word joy. Hallelujah. Hey, you can. You can do it by decision. You can do it by purpose. I don't care what you feel like. You just get hold of yourself and you dig down in there deeper than you've ever dug before and you say it, yes, sir, Holy Ghost, greater is he that's in me and I'm going to rejoice. I am rejoicing. I'm rejoicing whether I feel like it or not. I'm rejoicing whether I look like it or not. Ha, ha, ha. I have joy. I count it all joy, praise God. And just keep saying it. Well, what do you think you got to be joyous about? Shut up, Satan! Who let you in here anyway? Get out of here and shut your mouth. I'm in Christ. Christ is in me. You can't put that on me and you know it. Now get! Amen. Yeah, but Brother Copeland, I'm totally paralyzed. Can you move your eyes? Glory to God, I'm healed. Hallelujah. My body hadn't found it out yet, but I'm jumping up and down all over the room. Glory to God. I'm, ready. I'm up on the inside. I saw a little girl one night. I, I was with Brother Roberts in the healing room. They brought her in there in a wheelchair, and they, and they had this, this big board tied to that wheelchair from coming from the front of it up the back of it and they had her strapped on that board. She was, she was stiff as the board itself. I mean, totally paralyzed. She couldn't move anything. And Brother Roberts had talked about it. If you can't move anything but your little finger, start moving it. He'd preached that message. And, and I was in there listening on the loudspeaker. That's what my, my job was in that invalid room. And, and, and I, I told her, I said, baby, what can you move? She said, I can move my eyes. I said, when Brother Roberts comes in here and we lay hands on you, that's your moment. Glory to God. Release your faith and say, I take it. I have it now. It's mine. I'm healed by his stripes. And I start, you, I said, you, you start walling your eyes around with everything you have. Glory to God. She said, I'll do it. Well, Brother Roberts walked in. We walked over there to her. 
<clears throat> I said, in the name of Jesus. When I touched her, she just started doing that. Man, she, her eyes were going around and around and around. She's strapped down on this thing now. And she said, oh, 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 glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Come on, mama, get me out of here. Untie me, mama, I'm healed. Untie me, mama. She said, oh, baby. She said, oh, mama, untie me, untie me right now. And they untied her, praise God, off of that board. She came, she said, I'm healed. She went running around the room shouting and her money, mother running around, oh baby, oh baby. <laughs> it electrified that whole room, hallelujah. See, you take God at his word. If he said it, I'm gonna do it. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Verse 6, be careful for nothing. The, the Greek text says, or you can read it in the Amplified, do not be anxious or fret about anything. Worry is a sin. If I had time, I'd take the Word of God and I'd prove it to you. I can't quit worrying. Yeah, you can. You can obey God. Every time some worried thought comes across your mind, I'm not touching that. I have faith in God. I take, I take 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, and I, t I pull that thought down. That's not my thought anymore, and I'm not thinking it anymore. Praise God. But in everything by prayer, in what things? Everything. Don't quit fretting and being anxious, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. The Amplified said, let your requests be continually known to God. I don't go back in there and pray over my, my healing again. I did that. I took those scriptures, and when I prayed, I, I believe I receive it. I said by his stripes, I'm healed. I refuse to say anything else. I'm not saying anything else. I don't care how, I don't care what the pain does. I'm not compromising God's word. He said that, and I'm not going to let my, my flesh take me off what he said. He is final authority in my life. He's final authority and glory in my household. This word is king. And whatever it says, we do our best to do it, but we don't have to do it. It's the grace of God that does it. We just have to agree and take that stand. Now notice what he said. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will. It will. No such thing as a word of God that doesn't work. One word from God changes your life forever. The peace of God will keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. That's a command. You fix your mind. You get a hold of it. You start sitting there thinking about what they said about you. No, 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 you tell your mind, shut up. Shut up. We ain't thinking that. That's not lovely. That's not good report. That's not pure. That's not virtue. I'm not thinking that. I just can't help it, Brother Copeland. Let me ask you something. Um, to yourself, start counting from one to ten right now. Now, out loud, tell me your name. Say it out loud. Kenneth. 
when you said your name, what happened to your counting? Your mind had to stop and see what your mouth had to say. That's the way you're created. And when you, it, it just gets away from you. No, 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 no. Just go right back there. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding. You just read it out loud. And those thoughts got to go away. I'm not allowing them back. I'm not allowing them back. Hallelujah. Now what's happening, your faith is rising. Your faith is coming up. And like the woman with the issue of blood, Jesus is standing there right now telling you, daughter, son, your faith has made you whole. <laughs> Hallelujah. We know when that woman touched the hem of his garment, Jesus stopped and said, somebody touch me because he knew that the anointing had flown out of him, flowed out of him into her. He didn't push it out. She grabbed it because she said, are you listening? If I but touch his clothes, I will be made whole. So it was the force of his anointing that healed her body, but it was the force of her faith that connected. It made her connection she said it and she did it. And when she did what she said by faith, then it connected to his power and healed her body. And when you do what he said in his word and you stand on that word and you release your faith, it connects to the greater one that dwells. <laughs> Glory to God. You see it, don't you? But now, now think about it right now. If, if you allow your mind, you allow the devil to get into your head and be dragging you off. Oh, yeah, but I don't work for me. I don't Shut up. And you just have to bully yourself. And in, in your absolute determination to bring glory to God in his kingdom, you just have to just bully your flesh. The apostle Paul said, I buffet my flesh. Yeah, that means you beat it around. <laughs> you stop that in the name of Jesus. You shut that up, man. We don't think like that. We think this. And you bring that back over in there like that. What happens? As, as you're purifying your thoughts. And as you're purifying your thoughts and what? Here comes faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Your, your, your spirit man is hearing your mouth say it and you're saying these words. And the first thing you know, the spirit of God will begin to move on the inside of you and, and there'll be Holy Spirit words start coming out of there as you speak in other tongues. But not only that, he'll, the other scriptures will start rolling out your mouth. Oh, faith is working. Glory to God. And you're on your way to victory that overcometh the world. God bless you, darling heart. I'll be back in just a moment. I'm Pastor Jeff Herbert, and this is my wife, Linda. This just in, you are looking at a, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center, and we have unconfirmed reports this morning that a plane has crashed into one of the towers. My wife uh, is a retired Army colonel, and uh, she was in the Pentagon on 9-11, right in the strike zone. On that fateful day of 9-11, 
Uh, I was uh, walking down the corridor towards my office. Uh, it was a very un unusual morning in, in the office. We saw planes going into the World Trade Center and we thought it was a spoof. You know, we, we thought it was a movie spoof or something because who would think that there's planes going into the, to the uh, World Trade Center? And right at that moment, my uh, sub superiors called us all together and we um, were uh, put into another office and we were told that the, uh, we were going on a 24-hour full, uh, full alert. As I was moving down the corridor of the Pentagon, uh, the plane impacted uh, right in the area where my office was. Jane, we're just getting a report that there's been an attack on the Pentagon. This is the Pentagon. This is, this is from the network. This is the Pentagon in Arlington, Virginia. And my superior stopped to talk to me. And because um, he stopped to talk to me, I was positioned rightly behind a, a beam. And that was one of the ways that the Lord saved me, by the way, was because when the, when the plane came in, you know, it had 10,000 gallons of jet fuel. And all of that exploded. It was traumatic and it was instantaneous. And it was at that moment uh, that someone yelled, get down, and we were all a bunch of military people, so we all hit the floor immediately. Here I am on the floor, if you can picture this, and I'm in tongues, audible tongues, because at this point, and I'm scared, everybody's scared, we don't know what's going on. And I even wondered in my mind, you know, is somebody attacking the Pentagon? Are there, because there was too many explosions for an earthquake. I mean, everything was exploding, the infrastructure. You know, you, things were popping all around and, and was ex explosions going off. And, uh, and of course, you don't know which, which way to turn. You don't know what is happening. So the only thing you have to guide you is, is the spirit. And the next thing that I heard, it just welled up within me, and I heard, get out now. I saw a quick vision of one set of doors. And I knew, so I knew the spirit was telling me, get out, do it right now, and go out those doors. And I started running down this, this bay, and I got to the corridor where I had a choice now. I had another corridor choice. And the Lord was saying to me, go left, go left, go left. I made a left turn, and, and then I heard run, 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 because I was really kind of skeptical about, am I really going in the right direction? Because things were exploding. And as I was running down this corridor, there were doors that were, there were glass doors from other entryways, and they were exploding. Mm -hmm. And they had just installed this automated smoke door. I didn't even know it was there. And I came up on it full throttle. To this day, I don't know who that person was, but there was some tall gentleman who opened that door right at that moment, and all of us shot through that door, and we, we got to a place of safety. And when I was on the floor, and I heard that get out now, I had a colleague that I was in eye contact with. He guesstimated it was about um, it was about 17 seconds from the time I got up from the floor that I went to that other corridor where God said make a left turn. It was about 17 seconds within that time frame a fireball came through and scorched everybody in, in its path. That's a miracle. That's a miracle of God. People later came to me. They said, Linda, when we saw you get off the floor, we, we knew that you were a preacher and a Jesus freak, and so we were going to follow you out the door. If I had not instantaneously obeyed God, I would have died. And so that's why it's so important, you know, that we hear the voice of God and we, we obey. And our, our message has always been hear and obey. Uh, why, why, if God took the sovereign God of the universe, takes the time to tell you something, why would you not do it? 
and you know we've always been positive con confessors we've always been one to to follow the teachings of Kenneth Cop Copeland he's been a, a, a mainstream in our in our life and and uh, we are real big on having the word on the inside of us you've got to be able to pull that word out right now right. and and even you know when you're learning to hear God's voice you need to know that those thoughts are lining up with the Word of God and so you but you got to have it within your spirit just guard your heart keep that word in your heart mm -hmm. because that's where faith comes from mm -hmm. keep your heart and your mouth aligned with what God is, says and you'll come through Amen. we hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes and remember Jesus is Lord